to dream. There are endless possibilities stretched out before you. You have to trust in your own power. Whatever happens from now on, you stand firm and face your destiny without fear, but with courage. What awaits him down the path, he will then have to choose. No one's going to give you a map. You've got to walk your own path. The children leave their homes in search of this quest. What is thy desire? As they search, they are always asking questions. What's out there? What's waiting for you? Why was I made? Who made me? And what did they make me for? Are you going to go up into space with your old man or not? Maybe I'll never get over this. I've lived my life following my dreams, and I don't have any regrets. You're gonna just keep running away? Just keep running away? I'm not running. All right, let's get into it. That was sick. Right? That was sick. Hype. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Absolute hype. I was trying. For all the, the 90s, 2000s kids out there that were Toonami fans. If Literally. that doesn't get you, if it doesn't throw you at 5 o'clock on a <laughs> Wednesday, Dragon Ball Z promo playing. Literally. Freaking flashbacks like crazy, man. Huge. Man. Dude, those promos were dope. I was trying so hard to contain myself. I didn't know if I like I was being recorded right then and there. So I was like, okay, that was the be quiet. The first time that I played it, when I was doing it with Richie, uh-huh. I just wanted to clap afterwards. <laughs> Dude, just hit you it. get hyped. <laughs> you get hyped, literally. So I'm joined today by Leo, a buddy of mine, and I have to start with kind of how we met because it was super interesting. Literally, I would say. Yeah. So, kind of knee deep into streaming at that point, I'm on Twitch, and I was actually telling Richie this story, and we started hitting a little bit of a lull. We had done Among Us almost exclusively at that point, Mm -hmm. and we were struggling to get people to consistently play, because that was the only game that we were doing, which is half the battle in, in any sort of stream. And people would be like, well, are we playing tonight? Okay, we've got two or three people, not including myself. No, we're not playing fours <laughs> on a game that's built off the social engineering aspect. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of picking in my own brain, what are we going to do next? Dario's pushing me to play Call of Duty. I'm like, look, I'm not fucking Nick Merckx, okay? <laughs> Nobody, first off, I'm trash. Second yeah. off, I'm not Nick Merckx. Nobody wants to watch me play Call of Duty when there's tens of thousands of other people playing that same game uh-huh. that are better than me, that already have a following. They're going to go to those channels. Yeah, a little late to the train there. but be A little bit late. <laughs> Literally. So he, of course, ends up talking me into it. I'm like, whatever, we'll play tonight. He's like, well, I'll, I'll do like a host mm-hmm. or a, a raid a channel raid and I'll bring in some viewers so that we've got like decent numbers tonight. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we start playing. I don't know who the lobby was. I'm sure it was Dario myself. I think Richie was in it. I think, yeah, I think it was drunk. Richie, yeah, I which think is the, it was... the best kind. <laughs> oh man. That's your favorite kind. Cause drunk Richie every, <laughs> it's like your birthday. So oh, we start playing and Leo pops into the chat 
and sends a follow. And at that like at that point in time, and still now, anytime I get a follower, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> it seems super simple. There's no money involved, but you're like, yo, like somebody cares enough to actually follow this page. Leo pops in. Yeah, he starts chopping it up in the chat. He sends a follow, and I'm like, yo, dude, th- this is... Boom, sub. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Now, wait a minute. This dude has never met me. He hasn't watched my channel to this point, and he spent the money to subscribe to my channel. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, I think you said something along the lines like, I like, I totally get it. I'm somebody that creates... Yeah, like I get the I get the grind. That's what it was. Just excited to be here, type of thing. And we start talking back and forth in the chat about Leo's brand, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. And I go to his website, and I check the merch out. And something in my gut is like, I got to get some merch. <laughs> like this dude, no questions asked, said I'm going to spend money on I'm going to spend money on a goddamn Twitch channel where like. <laughs> Four people are watching you at any given moment to to get notifications each month that you're on, basically. Yeah. So I I pick up a hoodie and I'm like, dude, I I just appreciate the support. I'm happy to support back. And this opened up. First off, drunk Richie's like, whoa, sub! Like I got a sub now because he was hammered. So he just started. <laughs> now it turned into like a Leo versus Richie like bit war. <laughs> sub bomb type deal richie goes what did he do he gifted 10 <laughs> yeah he did something ridiculous he spent like 50 bucks maybe more i just so if you one. ever want yeah, yeah just if you one. ever want something you liquor richie up mm-hmm. and he turns into saint nick <laughs> but leo and i start going back and forth and mind you the podcast and the stream are at their infancy still mm-hmm I've got a name. I don't have any sort of graphics. And Leo's like, I got you covered on the graphics. I got this and this and this. And he's like telling me how to do different things that I was still working through from audio stuff to video stuff. Again, never having met him before. This is all through just Dario hosting a deal or uh, rating the channel, basically. And that's kind of where where we stood. And we end up meeting after for the first time at breakfast. And... (laughs) I mean, the same person that was in the chat, just like a giving, positive, um, always grinding, always supporting. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, no questions asked. That is this dude. That's Leo, in a nutshell. So a little long on the intro, (laughs) but that's kind of how we came to meet each other. And as we get, like, deeper and deeper, because Leo's a, a newer friend of mine, I basically... My new friendships cut off at in school, the football team. I would say Chris, Big Chris, was like the next edition after. That was super late in the game. And now we've got Leo. Like, the this is a no new friends type of zone. <laughs> I mean, he gets a certain age and, like, you're not hunting for that anymore. Yeah, but it just kind of happens. But that's kind of the, the story. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna hang the mic up a little bit, but what I would like to hear, uh, probably first and foremost, is I think the reason that you are so eager to support and kind of like get it one that's just I sense that's your heart for sure, but that's something that's a passion of yours as well, and it looks like you got a little swag. 
swagger. Yeah, I had to wear a little bit of my own stuff to pull up to the stream. The new stuff isn't ready, though, man. These freaking printers. Well, let's hear about it. These printers, I, I feel man. like you always have something up your sleeve. So let's hear about Dude. your clothing company. So the clothing company, Tsunami Clothing Co., um, it kind of started off a nickname um, in high school, which is funny. Me and Doug went to the same high school. Yeah. We just didn't know each other. We had similar friends. Right. But we just didn't know each other. Dario was the one that connected us, and that was like Which is Twitch. funny. <laughs> because... I hung out with Dario all the time. Literally. I would hang out with him, too. I mean, Crazy. not all the time, but I would hang out with him. Right. And I'm pretty sure we might have seen each other at some point, but it would just never, you know, never right. came to fruition. But what it was, it was just, uh, it was, uh, when, in high school, my hair was uh, very flowy and, like, wavy. And then one of my friends, oh, I can't think of who it was, but he was like, he was like, he was like you, got, you got a little tsunami flow going on. And I was like, oh, I like that. Try to you know? catch this wave. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it was around the time when like Drake was just saving a lot of wave phrases, you know? <laughs> so I'm sure it just caught on for that and it just it just built hype in me. And then I did some more research. Just, um, I don't know. I like to do a lot of independent research, like all this Twitch stuff and even just uh what was it, the FCF? Yeah, fan control football league. <laughs> Literally, your stream. I was like, oh, I'm interested in this. Starts Let's diving. See. Literally, I just start sending Doug screenshots and freaking all this information. The rules, on what it was. background blood types on the players. <laughs> we even got one guy's social security number. Right, that was nuts. Credit card. Yeah. So if anybody it's wants to there. run a bill up, <laughs> you got but it. I, that's crazy to me. That I, I think it's super interesting that you had this entrepreneurial. I definitely butchered that. I just had a <laughs> soft core stroke. It's all right. Entrepreneurial. Close? Yeah. Uh, mindset that early where you were thinking branding, clothing company. Oh, yeah. By the way, check out the clothing, tsunamiclothingco.com. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, or Instagram at Instagram. Uh, Tsunami Clothing Co. Check the, check the, the merch out. I got myself a hoodie because it's always hoodie season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wear that mm-hmm. into spring, you throw a flannel <laughs> over it. <laughs> Literally. Yep. Literally, it's always swag. But um, but I think you, like, I know none of the rest of us were even kind of in that mindset back then. Well, like, it's more of a more of a, I would say more of a Gen Z thing to be like always marketing type deal. Where well, I think a lot of a like the millennial range. We don't really think like that <laughs> at all. Um, so well, we struggle with. I have always been told I've been like weird. <laughs> I mean, weird in that I think different. So right. you, you might think about one way to do this, and then I may think of a totally more complicated way, but we'll still get at the same place. Right. You know? But um, it, it just kind of started, uh, you know, first, uh, first generation Mexican American. I always seen my parents like working hard. But, like, they're always working for somebody, even though they'd be managers. And that always struck me as odd. Like, you know, mom, dad, why are you guys managers? But you were looking to be your own boss. Yeah. I didn't understand, like, how are their managers? They're a boss, but then there's somebody above them. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. You guys are working all this just to be the quote unquote boss, but not really be the boss, you know? So, t- and I think that was something that I was looking for as well kind of having control of your own destiny yeah i feel like now more than ever a lot of people feel trapped 
and you were kind of at the forefront of, at least in our generation, the people that I know, like find your own way, oh, be yeah. your own boss. It's got to happen. Create your own stuff. There's something liberating about that for sure. Yeah. It. Um, Don't mind it, the. <laughs> there's a fire. It, <laughs> yeah, you'll hear the screams soon. Um, <laughs> it kind of just started um, that way, and I like I knew I didn't want to work for somebody, and they would always stress, you know, go to school and make something of yourself. And like always in school, I was like, oh, I want to be an artist. But then growing up, like they're like, art doesn't make money unless you're Picasso or so and so. I'm like, what the hell? I can't even paint. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> right. how do I do this? So uh, call back to you know. At this point, I have the tsunami nickname. Um, just kind of, uh, it's always kind of been my aesthetic too to be kind of. It sounds weird, but like drawn to the ocean in a Dude, sense. Like I, I'm, I'm hearing this in. <laughs> This is the uh, this is so cool because this is kind of the first time that I'm getting to hear this, and everything that you're saying is so far in front, like when you started, of what is cool now. <laughs> like that's crazy to me. Oh, Pinterest man. aesthetics, literally art outside of the typical when literally. where people think, "Yep, you're painting, yeah. you're making mute like." Your art is branding and vibe and aesthetic. Literally. And that was always my thing. Name someone in our age, age range that you know <laughs> who's thinking like that, that didn't just start it two years ago. Yeah, I was like, I can't think of many. But mine, it was always like, okay, it's got to look this way. It's got to be particular. And it's got to, you know, fit the whole, the root of the art direction that I'm going. So my projects were never just like one thing. It was also, it was always like multifaceted. So like. You know, uh, what was it? Miss Estello in Manuka? She was my art teacher. But, like, all my art projects were themed. So, like, even though one would be, like, a 2D pencil drawing, the next one would be, like, a painting rendition of a self-portrait. But it would still be along that theme of what I did the first one to the second one. Same to styling. The next project. Yeah, literally. So it would be, like, a, a chronological, like, collection, you know? Dude. <laughs> yeah, that... I don't have that type of depth. I can tell you that right now. That's wild. But I think that it's cool that you drew, and this is actually something that Richie and I were kind of talking about and that we were getting comments on in the last stream. I feel like really any generation, no matter how hard everybody says that they work or are grinding, you're always kind of chasing your mentors, your parents. Mm -hmm. You may draw some of the uh some of your drive from them mm -hmm. but i think for the most part we all kind of take at a certain point you take your own direction based off of have you been told yes have you been told no i think for you a completely different mindset on how to attack things like <laughs> so futuristic i know like i know i'm hyping you up right now but crazy to me that that was your that was your mindset. You saw your parents. You saw them in roles that had the title, but ultimately they were still working for people. And mm -hmm. I'm sure probably working their asses off. Yeah, dude. And you kind of wanted to get out of that direction and find freedom, obviously, in something that you were passionate about, but also in that you could say was wholly yours. Yeah. 
Well, a lot of it started, it was just like... That's insane. I knew I wanted to go to school, and I knew school was some sort of way to do it. I just didn't know that like you could actually make money in art, you know? For the longest, you know, you get that drilled inside your head that like, okay, artists don't make money. This doesn't make money. You know, if you want to use your artistic talents, go be an architect, which fast forward to 2010... Oh, architects is failure of a job. Like, there's no, there's no jobs. I'm just like, oh, so, got two years to figure out what the heck I'm, a, <laughs> I'm right. steer towards, you know? And uh, I think around that time, I enroll in the JDC because I'm like, okay, I want to go to school, but I don't know what for. And then science kind of came easy to me, and like the health, like field is always like kind of drawn to me. So I enrolled in like nursing courses. Mistake. I did, I did good at him. Don't get me wrong. Right. I did good. And <laughs> I actually got recommended for like cadaver anatomy. So Holy I actually pre- prepped the cadavers that the, the anatomy and physiology students would have before me. So like I helped cut up this old dude, okay. labeled like all his muscles. <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, I was just like, dude, this sucks. Like, yeah, this isn't fun. This isn't what I like. You weren't getting any fulfillment out of, yeah. out, out of it. That's what it was. And at that time, I think I had one last semester at JDC. Um, one of my teachers and one of my mentors, she suggests, she's like, hey, I found these paying jobs at school. You're at school two whole days um, out of the week. Why not um, work here while you're doing it? I'm like, I guess I could try. So I try out for the, um, I, not try out, I apply for the graphic design graphic, what was it? Graphic design student intern at JDC. Okay. And then, you know, I kind of just print out some stuff, some mock-ups and stuff that I made, you know, JDC mug, potential JDC Now, this is self-taught at this point. Yeah, this is all, this is all, this is me learning in, uh, off the Max at at Manuka. Okay. (laughs) The Max, they had Photoshop, and I'm like, what the heck is Photoshop, like, you know? And then, so, I go home, I outsource uh, a version of Photoshop and get it on my laptop, so I'm kind of just messing around. (laughs) I'm kind of just messing around on there, teaching myself what different effects do and all this stuff. And um, I think I, I learned enough of that to be, like, adept at it. Right. And then I print out these materials, and I give it to them, not expecting to hear much. You know, I go interview. And the interview did not go how I wanted. I didn't even really talk about why I should be qualified. It just ended up being a conversation. And they're like, all right, well, we'll let you know, okay? And I'm like great Shit. never gonna hear back yeah. from them you know great conversation but didn't talk about anything while i was qualified right. for it um they call me back an hour later and they're like hey we want to bring you on you know we want to teach you some stuff and they're like you know you get qualified so that was the first thing that i was like oh shit i could be a graphic designer i'm like i don't even know what they do per se or what all it encompasses but so this opportunity was this was your basically your start design wise literally you had you had in your mind's eye this aesthetic idea this branding you had tinkered a little bit Uh and now like you wiggled your way into just kind of a new opportunity from self-teaching yeah yourself how to use it it really was um they helped me get a scholarship to take more graphic design classes at jdc so then I, i went another semester and then they kind of told me, like, oh, yeah, graphic design is this industry. You know, like, the people who make your shirts and, you know, billboards and all this stuff, all this adware, that's all graphic design. I'm like, wait. 
you're telling me that's graphic design? I'm like, I, you know, I had heard the term before in high school, but I didn't know what the heck that and was. And where, where is this in the timeline right now? This is the timeline. I want to say around 2015. So around 2015, I, I was like, uh, I had legal guardians. I was living with them in Minooka. They wanted, they were all behind the nursing thing. And, you know, similar mindset, like artists don't make money. So then I tell sure. them, I tell them, oh, get this. I tell them I'm quitting nursing and I'm enrolling at St. Francis at graphic design. Well, one, because it's close, but wanted to pursue the degree there. Right. They're like, no, you're not. They're like, it's either our way or the highway. And I'm like, oh, damn. Guess I'm gone, man. <laughs> so five hours, I pack up my stuff. Uh, my buddy Zach comes help load up his car and then we go and uh, take it uh, to a storage unit like 30 bucks a month and then uh i just started traveling in my no car no freaking way <laughs> yeah out what? of my car summer this is summer 16 dude oh <laughs> i mean there was something that i read this is completely yep. off the rails where no i know people what you're are going like, to <laughs> was everybody's summer 16 like the best <laughs> summer of their life I think that was probably the last summer that my body was actually healthy. It was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was a great summer. <laughs> it was an I'm amazing gonna go out on, summer on a limb. I so so you started traveling before St. Francis. Yeah, or before th- I enrolled at St. Francis. So you're like so, I'm out of here. Yeah, I was like you know what you know all these times I'm like not you know I'm turning down trips because I'm doing nursing school and all this stuff and you know my friends didn't like. Uh, moved across the country and they're like, you know, come visit us out of Reno. And I'm like, no, nah, I can't. I, you know, I don't or you got do the, the, uh, the, the, the thinking Batman, my favorite <laughs> meme. Hey, we're going to, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go to this party tonight. You interested? <laughs> that's and what you it act was. like you're interested. That's what, yeah, that's what it was. And then, so like, you know, turning down parties, all this stuff. And I'm like, what did that get me? I was like, I just wasted my time during all this nursing stuff. Like, yeah, I got this, knowledge about nursing which comes in handy from time to time you know when i bang an ankle and i'm like there goes my freaking tibula right <laughs> you know just freaking Doctor broke mode. something <laughs> literally i'm like oh that's broken right oh this isn't my pancreas i, I should be fine <laughs> this pain will go away <laughs> i don't have to have my spleen removed <laughs> <Yeah>. today <laughs> oh no my appendix is flaring <laughs> i didn't need to go i'm gonna lay down <laughs> but at that time i just had all this nursing knowledge and i'm like dude i deprive myself of so many opportunities i was like you know what? I'm going to just do it. So how long did you just kind of like get out, so, travel? So as soon as, as soon as I, I moved out. And I, when is it, when's like first day at this point at St. Oh man. What's the gap? So, so first day is August 15th. And this is around, I want to say May, maybe Cinco de Mayo. It was before Cinco de Mayo. So we're talking spring. You said, F it. I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> I'm packing up my stuff. Literally. I'm getting in my car. Literally. I, May I, to August, you have just man. a freedom. <laughs> Insanity. Insanity. Um, so, mind you, um, uh, I had a friend at the time who was a lifeguard at Inwood. They taught me how to swim. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to swim in, like, big-ass water. I was like, you know what? Let me go out west. You haven't seen Jaws? <laughs> I have. I think I have, that killed it for like ninety percent of people. <laughs> you Open know water, no, not that was, cool. That, that was fine for me. Um, so I go out west, and I was like, you know what? Let me let me meet up with some friends in, in California. 
And then they're like, oh, you know, we got this going on. And I'm like, okay, cancel that flight. Let's go visit my friend out in Reno. I go to visit out my friend in Reno. Um, get in, what is it? We go to Lake Tahoe. And I was like, you know okay. what? Forget it. Swam like 50 feet out, dude. I've never felt so, <laughs> like, I, I wasn't even confident I could do it. But I was like, you know what? Let me just go. I turn around. I realize how far I am from the freaking shore. And I'm like, fear of the unknown right I'm like, there. Dude, I did this. <laughs> I was like, I 500 was like, feet of water. <laughs> sharks, the size literally, of school buses. Literally. I was like, what, what can I do at this point? I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So I'm out there. I'm having a blast. Um, I end up getting an impromptu tattoo and I was like, what tattoo do I want that I'm not going to regret? So then I, I get the wave. I get this wave tattooed on me, and it was just like it was one of my first sketches. This is this is the first sketch of like tsunami branding. That's okay. That's that's what I envisioned. (laughs) That's what I envisioned. I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna pull the trigger, I'm gonna pull the trigger on my stuff. You know, right? I'm gonna put the shit on me to make sure that it. Literally, it was just like, okay, I have to do this now. You know, because anytime somebody sees like, because you know, a lot of times I'll wear like tank tops in the summer, and they'll see they'll just see this. They're like, what's that? You Walking got a piece billboard. of hair? And I'm like, no, it was like my first tattoo. It was my, my brand. They're like, your brand? I'm like, oh, man, now I got to go into it, you know? Dude, so it's sick. just a it's a simple callback and just like anytime I'm like, okay, and maybe maybe this isn't going the route I want. And then I like kind of look down and I'm like, it's on me. I got to yeah, make it happen. Shit. I have to make it happen, you know? Either that or now it's tattoo removal time. <laughs> like you're really doubling back. <laughs> But I think that's dope, and that's something that you told me as well. Which I don't got the guts for this. Like I've <laughs> I've taken my shots in life, and while Leo and I were in the chat that first day, he's like, "Dude, no no plan B." Yeah, I'm like, "What? Get the fuck out of here!" Literally. No plan B. It's only it's only plan A. Everything I'm doing now is, you know, either for the brand in the long run, or you know, here let me go to Staples and get these these like hundred business cards printed out and then you know find a way to make these into tags for the shirts you know so you you go out to lake tahoe you get the tattoo you're cementing this brand at this point i mean really your own path yeah literally at this point no plan b all in (laughs) from that moment until august now what's happening so i think at lake tahoe i was because i was out there treading for a while I think I kind of just had, I remember just like not talking to myself out loud, but in my head, like, okay, this life, I got to make what I can out of it. And, you know, no opportunities wasted at this point, you know, I was like, I wasted so much time. I think at the time I was 20, 22, maybe, no, maybe, maybe 21, 22, 21. Dude, that's young. Yeah, I know. But at that point I was like, okay, at this point in my life, my parents had me already and another one on the way. I was like, who knows how many kids my grandparents had. And I was like, what do I have to show for it other than me dropping out of nursing school and, you know, saying I'm a beat artist. I was like, I have to make something of this, you know? (laughs) Man, this is the... I feel like for any driven person, if it makes you feel any better... I can tell you right now, I ain't even talking in my own head. Like, that's the <laughs> shit that when I'm sitting in my room and you're having that rough day and you're just thinking, like, 
I think along the line, you have your core group, the people that care about you, whether it's family members or family in the form of friends. Like, they're going to hype you up all the time. They're going to be overly positive. I'm overly negative. <laughs> I'm a realist. Yeah. Probably too, too negative, actually. <laughs> but, like, you get hyped up all the time, and then you look back on yourself and for... Someone like Leo, I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna speak, and you can cut me off here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you objectively take a look back at what you've done, sometimes, like it feels like nothing. Yeah, even now, it doesn't feel all like the I've time. Accomplished much, man. but I I feel like part of that is what separates for sure, mm-hmm. and something that I kind of talk through all the time with either my folks or my aunt and uncle or friends. You know, you're, it's burned into your mental all the time that, or at least I would say from our parents' generation, from mm. people in that age range, hard work's going to pay off, yeah. right? Yeah. Here comes my negativeness. <laughs> like, if I've learned anything in life, I don't think that's always the case. Uh-huh. But, like, is that what's truly important? It's It's almost like Walter Payton's quote. Never die easy. Right. Like fighting for an extra yard instead of going out of bounds type thing. Mm-hmm. Like it may just be a yard, right? Yeah. But how would you rather go down even if you don't make it? You want to be the dude that like folds up mm-hmm. and you're just doing the status quo and like maybe you stayed in nursing school and you're miserable. Mm-hmm. Or for me, like I'm still selling beer. I don't think Leo or myself are content like with where we're at, no. but... As much as I complain, and I know Leo's a lot more positive than me, <laughs> everybody knows I'm a like complain it out type of guy. That's how I roll. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean that my work's going to change, my work ethic, but I have to verbalize it. I'm a I'm a emotions on my sleeve type of guy. If I keep mm-hmm. it inside of me, welled up, it's going to be worse in the end. <laughs> but I think the big thing is, like, it's about the, maybe it's just about the grind, man. Yeah, a, a lot of it was the grind because there was a lot of like botched designs before they actually made it to the to the stuff. There's stuff that I thought was good, and then like looking back on it hindsight, I'm like, okay, this is good, but like the stuff I'm making now is way better. But I think a lot of it goes to, you know, hard work does pay off. But you know, I kept grinding at it, and then out of some strokes of luck, you know, these people come into my path, and then. You know, they put, they make this connection and then bam, you know, then I got random jobs here and there, random side work. And I'm like, okay, this is a validation because now I'm actually right, making, it's keeping you going. Yeah. I'm making some money and helping fund my stuff. So any money I make doing graphic design work, that stuff goes straight to the brand. These, you know, these actual jobs, <laughs> they're paying the bills <laughs> right? for the meantime. But like, you know, I'm funding it with what ways I can. And with that means of that's still design, you that's know? still your priority. Mm-hmm. This other stuff is is a means to allow you yeah. to do what you want to do ultimately. Mm-hmm. So we shift into St. Francis. Oh man! So mind you, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I was also homeless. <laughs> okay, the, and I'm super excited about this. I this is new to me. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> But, and I don't want to harp on it. And Richie mm-hmm. and I talked about this where, like, started the podcast and the stream for one reason. Mm-hmm. And 
I have to take it in a in a different direction because I think people get hung up on listening to celebrities and this and that, and you're always watching the most popular channel. Well, here's the thing for me, and literally what what gets me through because for the the from the moment that football ended for me, like dreams out the window. Like mm-hmm. I'm still hunting for that because uh-huh. I, I just don't have any fire passion for life. Gotcha. Now what I do have passion for, and what keeps me going on a day to day basis is people like this man, Leo, with, <laughs> with his story. And that's no joke. Like, this is, this is real shit. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, don't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, no. I, I think people need to take a second and realize that like, you may think that you were working. <laughs> like, I may think that I'm working. I, I haven't been homeless. <laughs> so It's interesting. I'll tell you that. Man. Like, take, just take a second and like really truly listen to to what this man's about to say because like and i'm probably talking to myself here <laughs> like you think you've got it bad and you want to find the um you want to find your passion and the the motivation to dig yourself out like you have to tap in to these special people for sure mm-hmm. go ahead so what it was it was just a lot of so at the time, I didn't want to drag my family into it because, you know, some of my family was like, oh, no, you should have stuck to nursing. You're on a good path. And then some of them were like, no, that's wrong of them to kick you out. Like, what the heck? You know, you're still going to school. It's not like you're out there smoking crack behind a freaking <laughs> dumpster. They're right. like, why would they kick you out? And then I was just like, I didn't want to draw anybody into it or make them choose sides or whatever. I was just like, I'll just distance myself. And I was like, you know what? How the heck do I do that? I was like, well, I don't want to crash with more family. And then the people that understood me the most were the the friendships and the friends that I had. They're like, hey, Leo, you can come stay with me this day. And, you know, hey, we got an extra room. Come stay with us for like a week or so. And then a lot of it was like pride, too, where I was like, I'm not going back until I make this work. Yeah. You know, I'm going to make this work so that you guys can see artists can make money. <laughs> I like that shit. <laughs> a lot of it was Straight pride. Vendetta. And, dude, I had no problem. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, I'm camping. So I was also working at the hospital. 24-hour, like, job, you know? My shifts were, like, overnights, morning, stuff along the lines like that. And I was like, you know what? I have no problem freaking sleeping in my car, waking up. The The hospital had their own shower there, a gym, all the stuff I basically needed. I was like, I didn't struggle on money because it was a well-paying job, so, like, you know, I'd feed myself, go work my, you know, eight, ten hour shift, go grind out at the gym till I was sleepy, pass out in my car, wake up, go do something with the friends, and then go clock into work, you know? Holy shit. <laughs> A lot of it was just taking advantage of opportunities because, like, it was also summer. I didn't have to study as much because my coursework wasn't as rigorous. I dropped, like, two weeks before finals, and I was just like, hey. <laughs> what did I do in my free time now? I was like, I guess I could take up on all those opportunities that I passed up while I was in school. Dude. <laughs> Nuts. So that how this was all through college or parts of college or So this is literally this is May okay. to August, about to roll into Saint Francis. Okay. So uh I moved around a lot, so it was I always found myself having to make friends because I'd go, you know, I'd go 
you know, one year at Gompers and then another year at Huffer. Yo, shout Two, out Gompers. <laughs> on the hill, baby. <laughs> right? Two years at a, at a private school. Um, three years at Joliet Central. Um, a lot of my friends went to Joliet West. And then I moved to Manuka where I knew nobody. And I was like, who the heck do I know? Beans. Beans lived Beans. down the block. He lived down the block from me. From Beans, I met Dario. Yeah. <laughs> Through Dario, I met, I met, who was it? Uh, Jordan. And then I also met Joe. You mean JJ? Yeah, JJ. JJ the jet plane? <laughs> yep. Whoa. Then uh, I meet Joe in an art class who was also from Joliet Central. So I was like, yo. I know you, <laughs> you know me, <laughs> right. there we go. So we had like similar, similar, like it was, it's weird transitioning from Joliet Central to Manuka. I was like, wait, there's no, there's no security guards. I'm, I'm going to no- be, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Everything in my being, cause I would have went to Central, uh-huh. like that it would have been me, Richie, my cousins. Uh-huh. My aunt went there. Uh-huh. Like I was in her graduation in a power uh-huh. wheels as a kid. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's not allowed anymore. <laughs> rolling around <laughs> i i would have read i don't know what your thoughts on manuka were but i would have preferred Joliet. oh I'm gonna man be honest. It, was, it was it's real it was, it's, it's it was just lax. different it, it was just really lax like dude i had my phone on me that wasn't allowed at Joliet central you can have your phone on you no water bottles you had to have your id draped around your neck you had to go through freaking metal detectors <laughs> dude i get to manuka the first day, somebody's just walking around with iPod and headphones in. I'm like, dude, that guy is going to get in trouble. Walk straight past the security guard. Nothing. I'm like, what's going on? Right. <laughs> what, kind of schooling, what kind of schooling is this? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it was, just a, 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 it was just like a change of pace in life for me. And I was just like, whoa, this is, you know, this is nice. Like, I I liked it in the sense that I actually got to focus on myself and not so much my environment. Okay, I could see that for um, sure. And then the teachers actually cared about you there. <laughs> I will I will say that about Manuka from a from a teacher pers- perspective. I had a lot of great. I totally agree with you on that. Like, yeah, true true meaningful connections. Like they weren't just BSing. Yeah, to this day, I still I still keep in contact with a couple of them, and uh, you know. <laughs> She may not have been the most popular people, but let me tell you, she cared. Uh, Dunryer, Dunryer, God, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Lori Dunryer. What she subject? Was head, she was the head of the English department. Okay. Always she in the corner. Like Dario would know her. Dario I had uh, her. her last name changed. She was great, though. I'm thinking senior year blonde woman. Sure. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about too. Yeah, she but she was, was always nice. She always said hi to me and everything. Mrs. Burke. Yeah, that's who it was. Yo, shout out Mrs. Burke. Shout out Mrs. Burke. She was great. We got to send this to her. Uh, I had Burke Dubik. Dubik was great. Dubik was dope. Dubik. Dubik. Just a lot of good. T- I I agree with you on that. Yeah, a lot of good teachers. But she was the first one that kind of just told me, like, you know, you got a knack for art, and I was just like, eh, yeah. But I was like, what can I do with it? She was like, go down to Georgia. She was like, go to SCAD. And SCAD is like um, Savannah College of Art and Design. And I'm like, what the heck is a kid from Juliet doing going <laughs> down to Georgia, you know, to enroll in some art school? I'm like, my freaking family would be like, what the heck is he wasting his time over there for? Then I seen the tuition. I was like, dude, that's insane. I can't afford that. Yeah. Dude. Real. 
No, <laughs> that's when the that's when the reality hit because I was like, oh, okay, this would be a dope opportunity. So you sh- you shift to your pivot is find that schooling local. So you do yeah. St. Francis. Yeah, I do St. Francis. How many years was the program? Um, I'm still in it technically because okay. uh, I went part time for a year, year and a half basically. I only so took, we're like, caught up at this courses. point. Yeah, hey, we're caught up at this point. Um, a lot of zaniness and me tapping into a lot of connections during the time when I was homeless and me just experiencing life. Um, during that time, I kind of tapped into a lot of just, I had a lot of alone time. So I would just go to like a local library. I think, you know, the library on black road, I would just go yeah. there, set up shop with my laptop and, uh, just YouTube, a bunch of freaking stuff, man. Just, photoshop edits you know how to use these other programs in adobe suite and like taught myself video editing uh i taught myself uh what is it the audio program for adobe because i was just uh okay yeah yeah i know, I know what you're i, I would rip splices which i mean we could do that later <laughs> i would rip splices from movies okay and then i would do these like you know you know 15 second edits just with like a line from a movie and just some footage i took on my phone so you're doing like OG, like TikTok, Vine, <laughs> literally self, those those self-made. yeah those aesthetic TikToks that you see every now and then from time to time. I was doing that back just what on earth? just for the the heck of it on a burner on on Twitter, dude. And they'd get like you know a thousand, two thousand likes, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So what what else? I feel like you you always have now that we get a sense for like what you do creating i mean literally finding your own way the the i i love a good hustle story because mm-hmm. i think every like i said everybody thinks that they like work hard and they want it <laughs> until you run into somebody that like actually did that <laughs> um, and to be honest if like i don't know what your end goal is i'm sure it's for the brand but you got to know that like that hustle is undeniable. Like nobody can take that shit from you. Period. Yeah. I just like you have to know that. <laughs> but I feel like you you're you always have your hands in like another project. Oh man, I'm always doing stuff. People are always asking me. It starts with people asking me a question and then it's sparking my interest. So it's not like, you know, like for example, what uh, what was it? When you, when you asked me about Twitch, you know, uh, we we came to work on the logo and then I was like, you know what? I was like, why isn't there a way of like promoting your stream other than just like, hey, swipe up? So yeah. then we made the Among Us flyers and the Dude, other dope. stuff like that. It was just me. It's just literally things piquing my interest and then me wanting to go do the research for it. Right. Um, that, that's how a lot of this starts. It's just me being interested. In, I'm like, how does this work? And then I'm like, eh, we got Google and YouTube. Let me go do it. And I feel like that's rolled into... Other things as well, where like I hear you talk, like photo shoots. Oh yeah, home reno. <laughs> oh man, dude, that's a pain right now, like, man. You're, but you, you're always. I mean, all of it is art in a sense. <laughs> it's something incomplete, like you said, something sparking your interest. Yeah, and then executing like well, that's a lot of it. it it's kind of crazy to think about it because I, I, you know, this is another just me homeless chilling in my freaking car i i used to drive a lot to lakeshore drive and sit down on the uh the what is it the aquarium or planetarium and yeah. look at the skyline but like i remember recalling i'm like man 
I was given this talent. Like, art's kind of crazy if you think about it. You're given this ability to take a mental picture, which a lot of people struggle with. So you're able to visualize it. Yeah. But not only that, you're able to create it into like a physical means in this world. I was like, dude, that's kind of insane to think about. <laughs> that's big, big thoughts. Yeah. Literally, that's what it was. I was like, I was like, I can't just waste this talent and like not do something with it. I was like, and if in the, along the process, if, if people can use my talent to help them out, I to, mean, but by all means, <laughs> that that's crazy to me. How many people are you helping out? Oh, Let's man. get into that. <laughs> because I know I'm one of them. <laughs> I mean, my friends they, my friends know. If they ever need anything, you know, they can come to me. Those people were the, the people that were there for me. And I know, like, granted, you're a newer friend. But I know that if this situation ha- happened back then, you wouldn't be. You would, I don't feel that you would be like, yo, nah, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> you can't have anything, <laughs> you know? It's just I want to help out people because I know what it's like to not have people believe in you or not have people there for you. So I don't ever want people to feel like that, you know? I was talking to Richie yesterday because I was excited to have you on. And I, I'm i like, so on occasion, there's channels that Leo helps on. He's like, hey, check it. I feel so obligated <laughs> to like go check those out because I know that this man is being <laughs> humble on how many people he actually helps. <laughs> Where the least I can do is send a follow their way and like jack around in their chat. Um, his boy Goge, I subbed. Like <laughs> he told me about that. He's I like, just, I just like... feel. I get that same sense. I if if I have one skill in life, I think that I've been blessed to be around maybe less people. I would say my friend group is not large. I've definitely closed a bunch of people off, and it has not helped my my social following <laughs> at all. I can't tap into that Facebook thousand friends from high school thing because I dwindled, dwindled it down to 200. Uh-huh. And mind you, 60 people traveled when we were in college football. So, okay, 140 people that my mindset is, if I saw them on the street, am I saying a word to them? Mm-hmm. Nope. Goodbye. <laughs> but I've been so blessed to run into people where I I just immediately like when we met just in a Twitch chat, <laughs> my vibe was this dude, like there's something special about this dude for <laughs> sure. From um, a heart not even from like a hey he's following it was just a pure heart standpoint. Like obviously I, I couldn't see you. It's words in a chat, yeah. but the that interaction initially Mm-hmm. So I know that like you have to have your hands in tens of hundreds of channels and projects. And... Oh man, it was weird because Twitch was there when I when I had the vid, dude. I was bedridden for a little bit, and I discovered Twitch, and I was like, "This is cool! Like these people are entertaining me, and you know, for free essentially." Right. I was like, "All they ask is your kind of support." I was like, "And if the vibe is there, I'll stick around in the channel, man." <laughs> That's what it was. That's right. what it was. It was Dario raiding you, but like. For example, you know, um, Dario would stream and I'd just go in there just to chat, just to like, you know, just to be a topic, right, help right. him make some content. And then we raided you and then I was like, oh, this dude's kind of cool. I was like, his Which commentary is funny because is I, I feel like my my vibe as of late has gotten like really dark <laughs> and negative. 
there was a dude that tried playing in like a trios uh-huh. and I'm like, dude, if you don't sub, like you can get the fuck <laughs> out of my, out of my party. <laughs> That's the point I'm at right now. I'm like, nobody's watching. Man. It's literally Leo will support the whole chat. <laughs> I think a lot of his intention, like you can feel it's weird, but you can feel it come through the screen. Like this guy just wants to play with me because he wants to be on the stream, you know? Right. Right. That's no, no harm, no foul. I hate Warzone, I hate Warzone, dude. <laughs> I'm not it's, there to watch you play Warzone. I'm, I'm there to conversate with people, you right. know. And you know, if if my friends feel it's enough to support somebody else and put like you know them on their story or you know advertise them, then I'm taking that as kind of like they're vouching for this person, so I should at least check them out. I check them out, and the vibes there. Then I'm sticking right, around, for man. the vibes. I mean, I, I watch my little cousin's channel because she's got like the... Um, <laughs> Dude, she's popping up, the man. Animal, <laughs> the Animal Crossing in the background. Yes. I just like listen to that soundtrack. I'm gonna, well, and then she screams. At the oh. <laughs> Rest in peace, eardrums. She's funny, though. <laughs> but I, I agree with that. There's channels that I'll watch just for the, the, the individual. Like mm-hmm. what type of chatter is going on. They may not be super skilled at gaming, but mm-hmm. like you just... I mean, you're basically like it's a virtual hangout of sorts. Yeah. I gotta ask how you how did you get into home reno, dude? Uh, home reno, it's just being, you know, my uncles they're all like union workers, but like they all picked up some sort of like, you know, okay, we learned how to tile, okay, we learned how to frame, and then my cousins, my my dad was a carpenter by trade, so I was always kind of curious about how to do that stuff. But then with him not being here and him um, not being there to teach me, my uncle's kind of just like, oh, this is how we do this. This is how we do this. So it's just me realizing, like, we don't have to pay for this if I can do this myself. <laughs> I don't want to hear that ever again. <laughs> I'm getting, like, PTSD from my dad. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. There's a right way to do things, and then there's a wrong way. Oh, he'll do it the right way. <laughs> Every time. Okay. Sorry, Pops. <laughs> I'm lazy, but, you know but, me. But that's that's what I, I like. Um I like being able to you know, it's another thing. I like to I like to be able to you know, watch something and learn it and then be able to implement it. So a lot of like the stuff I'm doing now, I'm just like, okay, how the hell do I tile? Well we got YouTube. So we're going to see. Dude, you're on that same kick as my my <laughs> uncle's kind of that way where like he calls it YouTube University. Dude, it's And crazy. that tr- truly once again like you're so far ahead of where everybody else was. <laughs> and I think like part of the reason why this next generation will do so well even though I don't think they're wildly engaged from a social perspective mm-hmm. because everything is so hyper digital. Yeah. I think that they'll be okay at figuring things out. Some of them. I do they're think that there's... Yeah, they're, they're resourceful from a, a technological standpoint. I think that there's some disconnect more so than, like, Leo and, and my age, mm-hmm. age range, where, like, we still uh, take stake and pride in, like, the human element as well. Yeah. But total for Like, YouTube University is huge. That's something that I've started warming up to. Oh, yeah, with the computer building and whatnot, but I'm still like I'm I'm not on your level in that respect, <laughs> for sure. Dude, you'd be surprised if you just learn how 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 YouTube keywording works. You can find whatever video you're looking for, man. I I watched probably a good two three hours of tiling videos, and then I learned like how to grout. 
I'm telling you, man, it, it it's not easy though. Sometimes some some of these videos are trash, and then some of these yeah, are so detailed. And I'm like, this is a 14 part series, but I like what this guy's doing it and how he's explaining it. So then I went out and bought Self Leveler, put that down. When I got the marble test, you know, did that. Then I did the actual air bubble and like did it. It was a little bit off. So then I go and sand it down some more. Then I get some more self leveler, and then we get the grout and the tiling, man. So now you're you're in school. Mm-hmm. You're renovating homes. Yeah. It's a side gig. Well, it's not even a side gig. It's just like I mean, that's like a full time. <laughs> yeah. Well, what it is too, it's like if I'm gonna live in it. <laughs> this has got to be up to par because i learned one thing right. in, in in the house i'm in now dude uh, like renovating it while you live in it is such a hassle so i'm selling the home uh, the home i live in now and then i'm renovating that one and i got till march 30th to get it up to par man <laughs> i'm telling you we're grinding it is tough so like i won't be as present in chat but yeah. just know <laughs> so you, the, you got that this, view this is on top of on school and work. School and work. Jesus Christ. So I'm part-time working and then part-time this semester. Only two classes because I knew I was going to be doing this. And what what's game plan for you so hyper-involved with everything? And I I still feel like they're like these are these are outlets you need, like an always be learning type yeah. deal. I I just I had you graduate to keep, school. Yeah. What what is what's We'll we'll wrap with like your vision. <laughs> so the big goal, dude, the big it's not even a five, maybe ten year plan, but the big goal is launch a tsunami brand, you know, flagship store. Hopefully Chicago, maybe West Coast. I feel like my design aesthetic is more suiting of the West Coast. Sure. It's it's like a skateboard slash uh streetwear type yep. type, yep. you know. And I understand that's not everybody's niche, but I definitely could market it more out on the West Coast. Right. So we'll see. I want I want to do a flagship store in Chicago just because, you know. Right, home base. Yeah, home base, you know. I want to have one there, hopefully multiple stores. I met a guy in New Zealand. He said he liked my stuff. So he, I don't know, man. I might hey, travel out there. And yeah, visit maybe him. go Euro because I yeah. feel like they, they board in New Zealand too. Yeah, they like that. They like that stuff, and it's always sunny year round. My stuff is like summer weather clothes, you know. Right. I'm still struggling on like fall wear, but it's always hoodies. I haven't even delved into pants, but I'm starting to learn like how pants even work. And man, it's complicated. <laughs> so, really trying to blow the brand up, and I think that it's wise that there's no like. I get people are like, well, if you don't put a timeline on things, mm-hmm. like life doesn't have a timeline. Yeah. Well, the, the the only other major goal is you know work for Nike. Oh, that'd be so sick. Yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> I'm saying, what other validation do I need than being I mean, a designer be for Nike? And let me tell you, I I learned it was possible because my teacher and mentor now he's a teacher at the University of St. Francis. Guy's big into the Chicago art scene. He knows the guy who who did the Bean. Really? Yeah, and he's been invited. I think he was invited to Kanye West art studio and no way yeah dude he was invited to some art installation with chicago this guy's like 50 years old like i don't know how the heck he gets plugged into the scene but he's always telling me he's like next semester he's like dude we got a ui and ux so user interface design course he was like that'll prepare you so much for your field that you're going into i'm like chester that's amazing and he was like better yet he was like the guy is a former student of mine guy <laughs> dude get this 
He works for Adidas now. Stop. He, you know the Ivy Park collection? I do not. It, it, it was sounds like of, it Kanye's. Was, uh, it was it was Beyonce's. Uh, it was one of them. It was <laughs> one of the rappers with the goofy names. So it was it was like Beyonce's daughter's inspired line or whatever for okay. Adidas, but he was the guy. Behind, was it the green line? <sighs> like green jumpsuit type deal. You remember that? Oh no, it wasn't that because this this stuff actually looks nice. Okay, um, but he was he was behind the whole art direction, and he's the head of UI UX at Adidas right now. And I was like, well, tell the that guy. The guy teaching the class? Yeah, the guy teaching the class. Stop. Yes. <laughs> yes, Doug. So literally, this is as close as I'm going to get. I'm going to have no excuse not to be able to make this happen. Not only Yo. that, but then through Twitch, I actually met somebody who knows the some in. He has some in at Nike to where he knows like a VP or somebody that works in the office at Nike Golf. Granted, it's Nike Golf, but. Amen. Tomato, tomato. If I could get a meeting. Right foot in the door. If I could get a meeting and a foot in the door. Dude, and I don't know. It's just crazy networking. And it wasn't even like me looking for it. It was me hopping into the chat and me telling, you know, similar story. You know, I'm like, oh, why do you why do you stream? You know, trying to get his background and see what he is. He has You're just own, chatting it up. Yeah, he has his own gym out in Oregon. I'm about to go visit him. <laughs> Dude. It's crazy, man. He's he's offering he's he's offering to build my PC. Obviously, I'm a pan, but he's offering to build my PC, give me a thirty eighty. So okay, we'll see. I'm working towards Mega it, but, but <laughs> yeah, man, I want to. I want to. I, I don't know. I, I want to work for Nike. <laughs> I mean, do we want to do a, like a speaking into existence type deal? That's I mean, Let's that's a, that's a lot of what it is, man. I want to work for Nike. Want to work for Nike? Want to work a, for Nike? Flag, or flagship tsunami flagship star. or both, both. Like, no it's gonna be both man i'm gonna take that money from nike and fund it into the tsunami right or brand. or you're you're intertwining your idea your like tsunami clothing co that vibe becomes like a uh, nike line yeah i mean a lot of their stuff that they do on their, on, their no. nike sb brand i'm saying they're a little slack and i'm just saying i, I agree have, with that i can have and some S- sbs are still like they yeah. still get play that's what i'm saying for nothing man Dude. That's the goals. That's what Insane. we're working towards. Insane. <laughs> All right. We kept it under, and I, I mean, we could go forever. Literally. But, dude, I appreciate <laughs> I mean, I was you. Time. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> thanks for take having the, me on. Take the time to listen, folks. Leo, thanks for coming. Thanks for chilling. Of course. Of course. Grab some inspo, people. Peace. <laughs>